0: Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 177 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is Quarter One Review. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the Quarter One Queen, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today?
1: Isn't it exciting? We're going to discuss Quarter One. Don't we sound like super professional right now? We
0: are. We are like mini corporations in our own right. That's what we are.
1: Our first quarter updates. Will our stock prices go through the roof or are they going to (laughs) crash? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll
0: find out at the end of this show. Stay tuned. Uh, Yes, uh, it it almost sounds like we should have a people department. Do you you call it people department, you know, in the U.S.? Because it used to be personnel when I first started working. Then it went to human resources. Now I've been reliably informed by people who have office jobs that it's now called people.
1: I don't know. I still call it HR department, but... um... Am I um, behind the times on that? I could be. Yeah. Is it? Is it to get rid of the man part of human? Is that the? Is that what the? I,
0: I think. I think just to make it a bit more, you know, about who the people are. Like human resources, when you think about it, is a shit term, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I've got a resource here. Apartment
1: <laughs> sounds like sci-fi to me. Like we're getting beamed up to like some kind of spaceship belt. So I'm not sure.
0: Uh, I've got a well, a, a friend of a friend uh, who I met at a party. We were talking about what we did. And I said, what do you do? And she um, is the director of people, <laughs> uh, which made me giggle. And she said, don't worry, everyone has that response. All right.
1: so uh, you as listeners who work in offices and everything, please let us know because I haven't worked in an office and I don't know how long. And now I want to know, should I be calling it the people department in my stories?
0: <laughs> anyway, tell us about your week.
1: All right, my week. Um, Busy, you know. I got to stay true to myself. Uh, Miranda and I are prepping Midlife is the cat's meow for publication. That's the paranormal women's fiction book that uh, we had a lot of fun writing. It's different from our normal affair. Obviously, it has paranormal, but it's not also all that different since it's still centered around strong women with a lot of humor and snark. And I absolutely love the cover for this one. Um, Victoria outdid herself, and I can't wait to share it with everyone. It's just a really pretty cover. Um, in IH News. Uh, I survived the latest big sale. That uh, we had a sale at the end of March. Now I can't remember the dates because we're in April, and so I've just tilted my head and knocked everything out. <laughs> but um, and Miranda survived formatting the favorites anthology. Now. Out of these two tasks, I was in charge of the big sale. She was in charge of the favorites anthology, formatting the favorites anthology to put up on BookFunnel, which is free. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Um, I think I totally lucked out on this one. Yes, there were more than, like, 200 books in, but it's I think it's easier <laughs> to format the sale pages. Uh, the anthology sounded like a complete and total nightmare. Uh, she had to format over 190 scenes, which included buy links, and some of the um, scenes had more than one by link. They had author bios. They had newsletter sign up. So that there was a lot of links. There was a lot of formatting. And Miranda, being the true professional, she didn't whine once. I'm whining all the time. Not once. I think uh, it's pretty safe to say out uh, of the two of us, I'm the big baby. And she's more like, let's get it done. And I don't know. I wonder how many hours I would save if I'd stop whining.
0: Mm. Yes, it's 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 good to work out. Maybe sometime that's your task for when you stop whining. Yeah, but well done. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine doing one hundred and ninety stories with bylinks and everything. So, uh, thank you to you and thank you to Miranda for doing that. But yeah, I mean, formatting a single book with all the links front and back <laughs> is enough, isn't it? Really, not not one hundred and ninety. My God, I would have whined. Well,
1: yeah, we could have had like we could have had some wine while we whined. <laughs> Because you were, you were having wine, I think, that week. But, yeah, so it is done. And so, again, this is a free anthology for people, and it's about um, authors' favorite scenes, and it's a lot of fun to read. So in other news, we're prepping our first German translation of the AM show for publication. Right now it's with some readers who are uh, German readers, and they're helping us spot typos. Um, because, you know, fun fact, I don't read or speak German. It's been entertaining to read the emails from the advanced readers because um, half of it's in German and then they explain in English what needs to change. And sometimes it's just like a letter in a typo. But German words are really long, so when I'm staring at it, I, it takes a while. It's like a – you know how much I love puzzles. It's like a fun puzzle to, like, figure out where where the, work, the letter is misplaced or something like that. I, I've been enjoying that part of the factor of – but I'm still a bit nervous of publishing something that I haven't read a word of. I mean I know I wrote it. <laughs> I didn't translate it, I didn't edit it, and I didn't proofread it, so I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. And um so yeah, so we're getting that ready for uh, publication, which is exciting news. And then an other not exciting news, this is more torture news. Are you ready for some torture news?
0: Mm-hmm. My favorite.
1: I had uh, Yes, yes, we all love torture, Um, especially all the uh, listeners out there who are of a certain age who have to go through this. I had my mammogram on Friday. Now, usually I hate it, obviously. I hate it for many reasons. Um, The fact that, you know, it's kind of a scary thing to do, and then it's not a comfortable thing to do. It's awkward because you're, like, standing in front of this machine, you know, like... There's really not much to hide from, you know, the waist up, really, even though they they put the gown on you, but it's open in the front. Like, what's the point of the gown?
0: Oh, we don't even get a gown here.
1: Well, they ended up taking it off because it just kept falling off and it kept getting in the way. So I was I I was gownless for half of it. So um, and then. And, but they changed the protocol because um, the office is short staffed, like everything in the world these days. And so what used to happen is like when I first went the first year, like they told me the results while I was still in the office. You like sat there and you waited for the results. But then it was, we'll call you in a few hours to let you know the results is going to take a bit longer. And this time it was, if you get a call, if you get a call, that means, you know, there's something wrong. If you don't get a call, you'll get something in the post that says everything is fine. And I was like, okay, so no call, good news. So, I survived Friday. I didn't get a call. I was out there breakfast on Saturday, and all of a sudden my phone starts ringing. And my phone doesn't ring. I do not like talking on the phone. People who know me know never to call me on a phone. So, my phone starts ringing, and I look at the number, and I'm like, fuck, I'm getting a call. And I was like, Saturday, it took this long. And so, since I wasn't, and it was a recording because it wasn't a human. It was a recording saying that my test results were in to check my portal. And, of course, I didn't have my computer with me because I was at breakfast. And so I started freaking out. You know, in the U.S., when you get, like, a diagnosis like this, not only is it, like, scary because of health reasons, it's also scary because of financial reasons because we have shit healthcare system in this country, and it can make you go bankrupt. <laughs> so all, all of these thoughts are going through my head. As I'm driving home, I wasn't in the same city, so it was a bit of a drive, blah, 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 blah. I get home. I checked the portal. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. But I'm just like, can my doctor's office communicate with the mammogram people? Because no call was what I wanted. I didn't want to go through that like 45 minutes of, oh my god, is there something wrong? Oh my god, how am I going to survive financially? Oh my god, how am I going to get all the books out? How am I going to write IH? All the thoughts, all the thoughts. I could have used. I could have done without it.
0: I imagine you could have. Uh, and I I wasn't worried when you were telling that story because you were smiling as you were chatting and I thought I think this has got a happy ending so I'm not going to be worried. I think it should be all right.
1: Yes. yes. At the time I was not smiling. <laughs> so yes, I can't I I I I understand they're trying to push their portal system and it is nice that we can check it online and everything but People, if you tell someone no call, or a call means really bad things, and then you call them during breakfast on a Saturday morning, <laughs> that should just be illegal shit. Well, I guess not. If there is something wrong, I guess you should call. But <laughs> there was nothing wrong, so it should be illegal for good news to scare someone to think that they have cancer. So that's what's been going on in my world.
0: How about you? What's going on there? Well, uh, a bit like you, I'm getting uh, my book ready to, ready to go, so... um It went to the ARC team. It's got a very enthusiastic reception, so that's good. But I think I told you that uh, this book, Hotshot, which comes out... Well, it's kind of going to be launch-ish week uh, when this podcast comes out. Um, I think I told you that it's got a character from the US who goes to the UK. Now, and I think I told you as well that I said I'd never do this again. And um, here I am doing it again, making my life difficult for myself. So... I went through the book. I had a few Americans read the book (laughs) and tell me it was all good to go. Good to go, American. I said, that's my art team. The art team just keep coming back going, why is she saying this? She's American. Oh my God, I don't know. Why is, why is my main character still saying petrol instead of gas? Because I'm British and I wrote it. Is the, is the only answer I can give you. So um, I'm trying to iron out all those little things that I thought had got were okay and they're not. It won't be perfect when it goes out, but it's as perfect as I can make it. So um, these things will—I'm sure something will get through. But the good thing is that the overarching story and the emotions and everything um, people are liking. But you know, there might be an there might be the odd case where Sloane, the U.S. character, might say something British. she
1: been living in Britain? Sorry. She been living in Britain. Yes,
0: you see the the um the. The very good thing about it is that there is a th- there is a workaround basically because she ha- she's just come to Britain so she hasn't been living in Britain but she's had a, a UK fiance for the last three years.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, so you can that that gives you some cover because I remember um like yeah it's it's a whole new language when you move over there. <laughs> I remember um, my first trip to the grocery store, that was enlightening, where I was like, this looks like an eggplant, but they're calling it something with an egg? I don't understand. Or I didn't know, um, is it coriander, that cilantro? Mm-hmm. Is that, all this All the stuff. So it was, was kind of entertaining. But if she has had interactions with people from Britain, then yes, it does casually slip in cuz you've you've texted me a few things and I've had to stop and think and be like, "Wait, what do Americans say?" I don't remember anymore. Like I, I I'm probably not the best one to ask. That is true. But, that is true. So I have... I have been shooting some of those over to Miranda. <laughs> where I'm like, "What do you say?" And she loves it. was like, "What would I say because you're not an American." I'm like, "I don't know what I am anymore."
0: i hadn't hadn't thought about that had i because i yeah a couple of times i've uh, my art team have come back and said americans wouldn't say this so i just want to double check so i've been pinning pinging tb like wouldn't an american say this (laughs) forgetting that she lived in the uk for like seven years so she's like oh i don't know yeah so there's that but the good thing is the reaction has been good and um it's gone out to bloggers and things so hopefully um it'll be all easy breezy and by the time this comes out it should be available for um purchase on my web store and then it will be going to Kindle and KU after that, about a week or so after that. In other news, uh, London 9 is ticking along. I did take my laptop to Bordeaux and wrote every day, not very much, but you know I wrote half an hour an hour, so that's kind of what I thought, just to keep the story going. Um, I haven't managed it since I got back, so I didn't write yesterday or today yet, but you know that's another story i think I'm, I'm kind of an impasse where i need to have some more research so right after this call um i am gonna speak to some people who can give me some more input uh to put in the book so yeah i think i just need to fill up my research a bit more um so that's good but you know the story's uh, moving along it's uh, halfway through i reckon now so that's good um So they're my my writing things. Uh, South Coast Sapphic Hangout is still coming up. So May the 6th, that is, if you are around. Come down to Crawley. I've ordered my books for it this week. So I will be bringing some books if you want to buy some books, if you want me to sign them. uh, Please, somebody buy them. Otherwise, I just have to trundle them home in my suitcase again, which is generally what happens at these things. You you go with, like, I'm I'm not taking too many because I know that you don't sell that many. But, you know, maybe I might sell five or ten. Fingers crossed. Uh, so i'm planning to take about 20 odd and we'll see where we are because i can take what i can carry i don't have a car uh other than that last week well the week before last now uh we went to bordeaux for five days which was gorgeous it was really nice to get away um the city itself is lovely very very lovely architecture going on um very just lovely sort of very chilled vibe in the air like you know the only two other big french cities i've been to is paris which is very like london with it's busy 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 and then uh, lyon which i didn't get on with mainly because they just eat uh innards goat's cheese and nuts which is my three things that i hate and can't eat so me and me and Lyonese food didn't get on but bordeaux food on the other hand probably some of the best food i've had in france great wine the weather when we got there was 27 degrees can you believe that do you want me to translate Translate that into American. Double it and add shorts
1: the... Shorts in t-shirt. Yes. T-shirt weather. I know when it hits a certain thing where I'm like, oh, I can actually put on the flip-flops, I can put on the shorts in a t-shirt, and I won't be freezing.
0: Yes, we got there. Uh, it was one degree when we left the UK, one or two. And we got there, it was 27, which is like 85 in American money. Uh, and people were out in like, uh, you know, short sleeves. We went out for dinner that night, and we sat out outside a cocktail bar and had a cocktail on the street and the French were there with their wine and fags and it was everybody would nobody had a coat on amazing
1: I love that you're still saying fags for cigarettes yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> pretty common here still like you always say do you want a fag like that is just what you say I uh, really enjoyed uh going to Bordeaux it was lovely to, lovely to have a little break but also we had we went on a fabulous wine tour now I must say that I was at that keen on going for the wine tour because i've been on wine tours before i've been on brewery tours i've been on you know spirit place tours and i'm like oh i don't know if i want to go on another one but my wife was very insistent she's like we're going to bordeaux it's the home of lovely wine we have to go on a wine tour and you know what she was right um we had a brilliant guide there was only six of us in the uh, and he took us in his people carrier and it was really interesting uh and you know what i realized that <laughs> because I wrote uh, it started with a kiss where I did a lot of um, research into how to make wine I know a lot of shit about how to make wine so I was my wife has got a, uh, a certificate in wine um, like she did a course about wine and I wrote a book about fucking wine so we were like star pupils on this tour we were like we were like teachers pet anybody know I know I know so yeah and then uh, the wine tasted great and then on the way back we had a we had a smell test, which is weird, right? Can you identify the different sort of scents? Basically just to amuse us on the way back from the vineyard. It was like, like he had six toddlers in the car. I won the smell test TV, so I've got a great nose, a great palette, know lots about wine. I impressed the man. Uh, so that was really great, and now we're now we're back. Uh, I'm doing the final bits and bobs for the book, changing, trying to change all the American words to British words. And this week as well, by the time this comes out, uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to see Elton John in concert. And then on Thursday, I'm going to see the Lionesses play Brazil at Wembley. So it's a, quite a jam-packed week. And then I'm going to karaoke on Friday.
1: Is uh, Sir Elton going to be there for karaoke?
0: I don't think so. He is, yeah. how, however old he is now, 195,000 years old. So apparently he, he, he mainly sits at his piano for the show and then uh, gets up every now and again to wave. But it's had quite good reviews, the show. So I'm quite looking forward to it. We were, to to always... we were meant to go to this show. We went to go to this show like in t- three years ago. It's been delayed because of COVID, and then he had to have a hip operation.
1: Didn't he always sit behind the piano? I mean, that isn't a huge change in his.
0: No, but I think he was a bit more jumpy, uppy, and go and you know chat to the crowd.
1: So was I about ten years yeah. ago. And I'm not <laughs> as old. As he, so I'm, so I'm gonna give him a pass for going on tour i
0: know it's amazing i think this will actually be his farewell tour he's not joking this time but i'm looking forward to going anyway comments what you got
1: all right so up first we have sw anderson who is a fellow sapphic author sw commented on our journals um according to sw journals cost more because you know a penny for your thoughts and all that they're hoping you have lots of them so we were commenting about how expensive journals are compared to like the books we have words in so that's an interesting thought so they're charging us for the thoughts we might have
0: no it's still money for old rope i'm not i'm not going to be swayed from this (laughs) i'm going to set up a journal company very soon
1: there you go also we had a comment from tracy and kelly uh on twitter now i don't know if it was I think this may have been a Twitter fail because you know they're having issues but it was a few questions for the ask us anything episode but it didn't show up in my uh, mailbox on Twitter until yesterday so I hope I didn't miss them but if I did do you want me to read them and we can kind of answer them
0: Uh, depends if they're quick quickly answerable
1: well the first one is where do you all write
0: oh okay right here at this desk i'm sitting at uh used yeah, to be this... used to be in cafes and things or maybe a library space but more recently um i mean i can write anywhere i've written on trains planes automobiles you know but um generally i write at home these days
1: i yeah, see i'm the opposite i can't write anywhere so um because the second question was was it primarily in your home office and the answer for me is Yes, it is mostly in my home office. I very rarely write in a cafe or um, in other places. I don't do well once I get outside of my environment. And Tracy also asked if we ever do switch things up and write in public spaces, only if I absolutely have to, like I'm on I'm traveling and I have a deadline and stuff, but no, I much prefer writing in my home office with my desk set up, with the bigger computer, and everything the desk chair that's that has been you know adjusted for optimal sitting and everything like that i'm 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 not as flexible as other writers when it comes to that
0: yeah i, I i'm quite happy to um i did it a couple of weeks ago i met some fra- a friend down at the south bank and just went and wrote a couple of thousand words in a cafe on the south bank so yeah I, i'm quite happy to do it and i like quite like doing it um but i don't do it as much as i used to and i'm not sure why but I think you just go through phases of different writing. Like there was a time where I couldn't write a first draft if I wasn't in a cafe.
1: Yeah. Well, I think COVID retrained your brain a bit.
0: Oh yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Tracy also said the inspirational women episode was so good. And both of you inspire me. So thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And thank you for the questions. And again, uh, I'm going to blame Twitter on this one. It's all messed up anyway. So I'm going to blame Twitter. Another Twitter comment was from Malcolm. Malcolm says, last year's operation put me behind on my podcast, catching up with Decembers. I learned that desktop computers no longer have that huge stack you used to have to have under your desk. I haven't owned one since the early uh, aughts, so I had no idea. Neither did I, Malcolm. <laughs> Neither did I, which is why I was tearing through that box, because I thought they had pulled a fast one on me by not putting that huge stack in because I was trying to figure out where I was going to put it. It is is—it is a nice surprise, but also I hope you are recuperating from your operation.
0: I echo that uh, sentiment, Malcolm. Uh, I, I remember meeting you um, way back when, pre-Covid I think it was, but um, yes, get well soon. That's
1: it for comments. The last time I checked, we I don't have a coffee update, but now I'm realizing after I said I do check Twitter before, I did not check Bice a Coffee first thing this morning. I was actually having to write a chapter first thing this morning, so I bashed out 1,400 words before we got on the call.
0: Oh, there you go. Well done, you. I haven't done any writing yet today, but I will do. What can I blame? My ankle? Yes, my, my still dicky ankle, T B. Still. Bit annoying. Anyway, An
1: ankle. I thought you said uncle. I was like, what? What is your uncle? this? <laughs>
0: ankle. Yes, my terribly annoying uncle, called Dickie. Right. Uh, <laughs> so our topic um, this time around is we thought we'd uh, just have a, have a have a one check in because we are mini corporations. Yeah, we, we're just going to go back and have a look at what we said we were doing. How how are we doing? Well, first of all, we should say, where are we in the Druid calendar? I think we were just gone past the spring equinox we must be we must be coming up on the next one the next uh six six week marker i have to say the druid calendar goes a bit too quick <laughs> we can't keep up yes
1: um first of all i love that you're looking at me so intently like somehow i know the numbers <laughs> but it is it is a uh, it a different because like we're discussing the first quarter and that is a lot of work for me and that's like only happens you know Four times a year so is it eight times
0: uh i think for eight. the
1: druids yeah I'm eight just, cycles
0: so i'm just having a look so if you heard uh, some typing there <laughs> some frantic typing uh so yeah it's six week cycles so it's november th- yeah so february the second was the first uh point in the year march 21st was the spring equinox may the first is the next one Uh, And then, obviously, summer solstice, June 21st. So, basically, they're around the start. So, they're kind of every two months. But, well, six weeks. No, six weeks, yeah. So, the next one is May the 1st. But we're already uh, coming up on the, which is, like, what, two or three weeks away when this comes out?
1: Yes, that is uh, ticking along quickly. And it does put the pressure on. I also like the fact that it resets so quickly, too. Like, when you do stumble, it's not that far to reset on May 1st.
0: It's, you know, it's not a bad calendar to go on. But anyway, we're not at the moment. We're still on the really... We're slaves to the corporate calendar here. We're at the end of... We're like, well, how have we done by the end of March? So um, do you want to go first? On the writing front,
1: I have published a box set of the three London novellas, the ones that I wrote during the pandemic. Now, that project, I will, I will admit, was pretty easy to get out the door. Um, I just needed to order a new cover and write a, a, a new blurb. So that one was pretty easy. But as we both know, there are certain readers out there who do prefer a box set, especially for the shorter novellas. So it's just yet another income stream and, you know, leverages previous work, which is kind of vital, which is why, you know, we're getting into translations and audiobooks and everything.
0: Can I just say ding, 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 uh, going on the corporate theme? You just said the word leverage. That's a very corporate word to use.
1: I've been listening to a lot of writing podcasts. It seems to be the buzzword the past like year, hasn't it? Oh, really?
0: It? God, I, I remember when I worked in, uh, you know, in magazines and leverage was all PR companies used to tell you that their specific product would do. That was in the nineties. The 90s? Oh, so just
1: catching up Yeah, the nineties is all
0: back in though, isn't it? old fashion and everything. So there you go, leverage. It comes around. All
1: right. So in other publishing news, I did get the latest Lizzie book. Uh, published and it briefly, and I mean, extremely briefly, hit number one in the U.S. Amazon store, and then it fell. Uh, that's what Lizzie books do. It's a very long-running series. I think that book is number ten. So yeah, so if I was relying on Lizzie money to survive, I would not be living very well, which is why I don't publish just publish Lizzie books. But um, I do enjoy writing them. The fans really like them, so it's nice to do and it was a shorter one it was a novella size so but that that is you know also out and we're literally getting ready to hit publish on cat's meow in a few days so that took up a lot of my first quarter with the writing and the editing and prepping for lunch so that's how it's gone on the writing front for me how about you
0: yeah the writing front um has been uh okay really uh i i guess Hotshot shot probably I didn't have a I didn't have a goal date to launch it in mind so um, it's being launched now around now so this book has taken longer from start to finish but I have had other things I've been doing so I'm not too I'm not too worried about it first quarter just about it didn't quite make the launch in the first quarter but sneaking into Q2 let's call it a Q1 win uh, and then London Nine is in process and um, another book I started is in process as well so that's all right. Translations, did one come out? Yes, I had a Portuguese translation come out in January.
1: Alright, the next one is translations for me, that's my next uh, category. Um, yeah, we're really close to uh, launching the AM show in German, it's exciting, it's also freaking me out as I keep mentioning because I don't read German but um so we have that news on the on the German translation front. We also have other translation news. Uh, Miranda and I recently signed a contract for Devil's Advocate with a French publisher. So we're excited to get into that marketplace, and we're also kind of relieved this one is with the publisher because it takes some of the pressure off. Because with the AM show, like we hired, well, we had to. Um, how how would you say it? Not try out. Like we had we had translators and editors like do sample edits and such. And then we had readers go over it and decide, you know, which one did, you know, the better one and everything like that. So it's a lot of more work. And I'm hoping with the French one, I just get to sign the contract and not have to stress too much. I mean, obviously, I'll help with the launch and everything. Also, I do speak a little bit more French and read a little bit more French than German, which is not saying a lot. I barely speak and read English, so, but that's that's where we're at with the translation news for the first quarter
0: i should also say that uh hop shot is probably counts as a translation right with the american english uh,
1: <laughs> shit going oh, man. on <laughs> i i am with you on that one i know whenever i have to write um british characters it it does a number on my head because like yes i live there no it doesn't come naturally to me And I've also have not lived there for many years now, and I haven't traveled back because of the whole pandemic thing. So, yeah, it's getting fuzzier and fuzzier in my head.
0: Yes, but I think translations really uh, as well, we should say to listeners, if you are um, listening and you're thinking, should I be doing translations? I I would say, as I think we said on the translation episode, it should definitely be something in your in your sightline, I think. But only only do translations with books that did well in English. Don't try it with books that didn't do so well in English. That's I think that would be TB's um, recommendation as well. So, But I, I do think that tra- the translation market is, is gonna open up um, a lot more, especially with AI and stuff like that. So um, it, it should be maybe if you've got a few books under your belt and you're thinking about it, maybe it's something that you could uh, start thinking about. But You know, it it definitely should be part, I think, of every career author's portfolio.
1: Yes, but I would like to caution you with the AI. Don't just use AI. If you do use AI, make sure you hire a very skilled editor. Don't just run it through Google Translate and slap it on the, the stores be, or slapping in the stores because that is not going to do you any favors.
0: No, I didn't really mean it. Uh, good, good clarification. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I meant, you know, you can use um, the AI to help you out. Uh, with certain maybe some marketing stuff as well but you do have to hire a translator and if you ask your translator they will also do the marketing stuff for you as well so I, I just mean really um you can maybe try and understand it and understand the reviews you're getting and stuff like that you know the ai that amazon has on now it will translate the reviews for you and everything so that's helpful all right then um podcasting and audiobooks i've got next so um i just commissioned the christmas catch to be an audiobook this week so that's great um because uh the Christmas in Mistletoe did well last year, so I'm ahead of the game, TB. I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my audiobooks, Christmas audiobooks done now. Look at me. Are
1: you having the narrator issues this time around, or are you going to one of your uh, tried and tested narrators?
0: Going to a tried and tested, come, come back in, Claire Story. She did a really good job last time. So, yeah, I mean, Claire's, Claire's kind of, um, I, I guess I just don't want to have the same narrator all the time. Uh, but every time I ask Claire, she does a great job, and she never loses her voice. So she is the winner.
1: Oh, I really hope you just didn't curse
0: Claire. I know. God, sorry, Claire. <laughs> um, and well, we are keeping well, up.
1: Yeah, podcast.
0: Yes, and we are here. We are with the podcast. So um, yeah, that's that's a quick one for me thus far.
1: Well, I'm going to be quick in this category as well. I have not done anything on the audiobook front, and I am really a that I need to reach out to Stephanie to narrate the latest Lizzie, which I have not done yet. So I probably should get on that. Right. But um, yeah, and in the podcast, uh, hello, hi, hi, <laughs>
0: still here, everyone. Okay, the third category I've got is um, health and wellness. Now, health and wellness is a is a big thing, and it was my number one thing this year. I, I've got have a mixed results in Q one. So I will say I've been doing yoga most days and walking until I had my ankle injury, which has really put the kibosh. I did walk around Bordeaux. I did go for a walk again this morning, but it's not as enjoyable, it's kind of painful. But I went to the physio last week and he said, don't stop walking, you can still walk. So yeah, I'm just doing a lot of ex- stretching exercises with it. But It's not like, I love walking, and this doesn't make me like to walk, but I'm keeping it up. And I'm still going to fitness classes, so I'm just doing the stretching ones at the moment, but I was doing three or four classes a week, so the health goals were doing well until my ankle injury, but I'm hoping that a couple of weeks' time, they'll be further along, and then I'll be able to get back to it all. Um, Trips was also under health and wellness, so I have done Bordeaux, which was fantastic. It's always really good to, get away and change up your environment and just have a break so i did that in bordeaux which was fabulous and i have also booked a yoga and fitness retreat with my friend um in june so i've never been on a i don't really do yoga well i do my 15 minute yoga routine every morning but you know what i mean i don't really understand yoga beyond that so i'm going to a yoga and fitness retreat in june so i'm looking forward to that um, and the other thing I said I was gonna I was gonna try and hire a, a coach like a business coach, and I reached out to a few and never heard back. <laughs> it's like my narrators, they lost the email down back of the sofa. I don't know. Hopefully they didn't lose their voice as well. Uh, so I haven't hired a coach because you know, difficult.
1: Harder now, and I think a, a, a lot of the reasons is the um, indie world, indie writing world is uh, flourishing, and then the whole. The whole category for life coaches is flourishing and there's a a, a huge need for them. So uh, I'm just thinking they just haven't gotten to your email yet. Just hold tight. They'll get back to you. You know, 2025 is not that far away.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you know, there's a window, right? There's a window of reply. And I would say two months is stretching it.
1: Probably. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways, uh, moving on to my next few categories. Up first is iHeartSafik, the website I run, Uh, and we're off to a strong start this year. Our goal was 1 million views for the year. At the end of the first quarter, we're at over 350,000, so we're smashing the goal so far. It's still early in the year, so I don't want to let my foot off the gas. Um, So we're still, you know, going to work hard towards that goal. And the database has over 3,000 books. It's still growing every day, so that's exciting. This May, we'll be celebrating our six-year anniversary, six years of I Heart Suffolk. It kind of surprises me sometimes when I think about it in that term, that I've been doing it for that long. So, some days it feels longer, and other days not as long. It depends. <laughs> but I think that's with any any business or anything in life sometimes is. It's more enjoyable than other times. Like, I imagine, even though Miranda was not complaining, I imagine... You know there might have been some thoughts when she was uh formatting that massive (laughs) anthology
0: i imagine there might have been maybe we should have her on to um, share her thoughts
1: (laughs) and then in uh the networking and business side um i did attend uh, a golden crown literary society event in last month in new jersey and that was a smashing success as i said in my comments last week our last time around, it was it's fun to catch up with uh, writer friends and to meet new readers. So, networking, I guess. I had I had a tick. I had a tick in the Q1 uh, column. Business accounts. I wanted to like kind of get business all the business stuff kind of sorted. I started the year off strong on this account. I made sure all the financial accounts had beneficiaries set up and everything like that. But the busier I got this year less movement on the other items on that list so i think on this front the message is do better in the second quarter
0: (laughs) which is why it's always good to have just check in isn't it because you know i'd kind of forgotten that i was trying to get a a business coach uh because they didn't reply to me and then it just fell off my radar so uh yeah it's always good to check in with your goals and see how you're doing because uh, a year can easily slip by and so tb is now checked in and she's going to try and do better Yes. Is that yes. the end? Is that the end of your business? Thing? Business stuff, yeah. Yeah. So business for me: uh, prize promos. So I have had a book bub. Uh, I had one in February, so that's good. I did have a sale set up on um, another site, but then it didn't happen. So you know, these things happen. Roll with the punches. Then we have uh, author events. So which is kind of like uh, stuff. Stuff I was going to uh, appearances plus networking. So. I did the Worcester um, even, evening, which was fantastic, a real huge success. I was, I was so humbled at the amount of people that came. Thank you for coming, if you did. Um, and then upcoming, uh, these are very exciting ones for me. Uh, London Book Fair, I'm on two panels there, so that's very exciting. Um, and then the South Coast Suffolk Hangout is also uh, happening in May the sixth, so I will be there uh, with my 20 books, <laughs> maybe 20 books to 50k. There's a there's a good. Uh, Maybe or maybe I'll get £50,000 on that May the 6th. Do you think that's how it works? I take 20 books somewhere and they give me fifty pounds Yeah,
1: that's definitely how it works. Okay, good. Um, it, it says no one's really... We're not supposed to tell people that. Right,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so London Book Fair is on... I think I got the dates wrong last time. It's August the 18th to the 20th. So I am on a panel. It's
1: not August.
0: No, no, not August. April... <laughs> I know it began with A See, TV's shaking ahead head at me It's not in bloody August, Claire No, it's this month, everyone So in fact, when this comes out, it's next week Next week, um, I will be on a panel on Wednesday morning And Wednesday afternoon, the 19th So I think I was telling everyone it was the 21st So if you come on the 21st, it's going to be closed So don't do that um, And then South Coast, Suffolk Hangout, as I said, May the 6th Still to do, what I haven't done uh, So it's good to check back in Is a backlist promo And read some business books so i think maybe that was like maybe in lieu of having a business coach read a business book
1: Nels, no, are your favorite you love the
0: self-help I books i love a self-help book love it do you know what I'm i did surprised do
1: surprised. i sent some
0: i sent some sarcasm in your in your response there tb um i, I did complete a money mindset boot camp in January, so that's one thing I did do, and and I and I can say as well. I mean, it didn't actually, um, it didn't actually have an effect on my January income, but in January I made the most money I'd ever made in a single month. So, so that is it's a good marker, right? Because I think people are sometimes shy of talking about money, right? So, but we are running a business, uh, and we do want to make money. Even though we love what we do, but we do want to make the money as well. So uh, January was my most money I'd ever made in a month, uh, and then I completed the Money Mindset Bootcamp, which means every month from now on is going to be better, right? Is that is that how it works?
1: Oh, absolutely! It's kind of like the twenty books to fifty k. Yes, you just bring twenty books with you, and fifty k falls from. Wow, the I'm That's so it. excited! That's
0: all you need to do. <laughs> I'm so excited for May 6 sixth. It's going to be great.
1: How are you doing on the other categories that you have?
0: I've got one category
1: left. Oh, me too. I have one category left. It is the health and wellness. I think, again, like my business accounts, it's going to have to be do better in second quarter. <laughs> um, man, I just, uh, uh, it's, it's one of those things that quickly falls off my schedule when I am slammed with work. And I've been slammed with work for months now. So, yeah, I really, really need to do better. Also, it's hard in certain months in Massachusetts to get out because I like to go for walks and everything. But um, there are certain months where it's really miserable outside, where it's icy, snowing, tons of wind. We've had so much wind, so much nasty wind, like 30-mile-per-hour wind. And I go hiking, and um, I have been out about – on the hiking trails when uh, trees have fallen down <laughs> so i'm just like you know it's i'm hoping with the nicer weather and everything that i will do better
0: well that's all you can try for and you've had your reminder here today do better tb so for me on the personal is that your personal done yeah or, or your health and well-being I, i'm rolling that all into one okay all right so for me on the personal, I had recipes, do some new ones. So now my goal was to do seven, uh, one new recipe a month. I've actually done seven new recipes so far this year. So I'm smashing the new recipes. And it's been really good, actually. I really like making different foods. So I've made some delicious foods this so far this year and I'm gonna carry on. My reading, uh, I had a goal of 50 books for the year. Um, now I started off very strong. Uh, I'm at, but I am actually on track. I thought I was a book behind, but no, I'd forgotten to add a book. So I've read 12 fiction books so far this year. Um, so I am on track with my goals. So I'm pretty happy with that. My third one was to watch more women's football. Well, I am absolutely smashing this out of the park. Uh, I've been going to see Spurs women lose uh, on a regular basis, uh, and but I've also thankfully adopted charlton women which was our local team and every time we see them they win and they're brilliant so um you know it's nice to have a team that wins i'm not gonna lie because <laughs> tottenham just don't win at the moment spurs are in free fall crisis uh men and women neither one have got a manager we've both sacked both our managers we've got interim managers um, we're playing terrible football the men occasionally win the women never win so yeah it's nice to have John ladies
1: what was the event that I saw um, someone slapped Harry Kane
0: that was last night yeah
1: they slapped him or punched well, him
0: kind of got hold of his face and clawed it
1: <laughs> oh <so laughs>
0: kind, I was, I, kind of grab, oh. kind of grabbed his face in a pinch So that pretty much sums up the season yeah pretty much Yeah, so but I'm really uh, happy to go and watch more women's football because, you know, I was very inspired by the Lionesses. I've written a book about women's football, but I just want to go and watch more more and support it. So I am, and also we're going to see the Lionesses. uh, When this comes out, we'll have already gone to see Lionesses versus Brazil. And then on tomorrow, as this comes out on the Monday, on the Tuesday, the 11th, we're going to see the Lionesses versus the Matildas, which is Australian women. And obviously... I've had to sneak my wife into a England supporting area, but she's threatening to wear her Australian jersey. So uh, she might get thrown out.
1: The Lionesses are the English yes. women's team. Yes. Okay. They're not, they're not Tottenham. They're then, Spurs. No, they
0: actually win things. Right. The Lionesses win things. It's very exciting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness for the Lionesses and Chartnell women. Where's the Chartnell... Where do they play? miles away from here but quite often they play at the men's ground which is a half an hour walk from our front door so we go to those games
1: okay i didn't i didn't track any other goals did no. i have other goals i don't remember any other goals <laughs> i didn't i was not going to cook anything because um i don't want to be sued for killing people with really terrible food i am wondering though if one of your new recipes is actually banana cake it's... not banana bread
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we, will, we will reveal <laughs> An amazing conversation TV and I had off air after the last call was that uh, she said, Oh, so what's what goes into your banana cake? And she thought I was making this massive, big banana cake with like layers of sponge and lots of whipped cream and bananas and maybe a caramel sauce and, you know, some nuts if I wasn't allergic, that sort of thing. That's sort of what you were thinking? I
1: was expecting like a masterpiece.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Because you also wrote a book on
0: uh, cakes. Yes. Well, then I revealed to TB that in the UK, we call banana bread, banana cake, and she was flummoxed and uh, frankly disappointed.
1: I was sad, I'm not going to lie, I was really sad. Every time you said you made banana cake for your mom, I'm like, wow, that is really nice of her. <laughs> she makes this masterpiece of a cake and takes it to her mom yeah, tran- on the train yeah, Yeah,
0: transport it on the train, how do you do that? <laughs>
1: And I was always just like, "Wow, that is some dedication." And then I found out that it's I can actually make banana bread. I like making banana bread, and if it's something I can make, um, it's got to be you know pretty simple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very easily transportable as well. You can just put it in your backpack. Nothing's going to happen to it. I mean, you know, so can it, I, it's in a Tupperware pot. Don't 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 fret. Yeah. Uh, can
1: I make a request for one of your recipes this year to be banana cake?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Banana bread is, uh, well, but though, isn't it? I'm going to stand by that. So, um, yeah, the other thing uh, that did happen, uh, that has happened, is I have written a blog every every month, which was one of my goals. So that's good. And I was part of the 25 Inspirational Women feature in the Metro. So that was uh, pretty cool. And one, one key thing I do do, the, the reason I know all this uh, stuff, is that I write down my achievements uh, every month so that I remember what happened, because you don't remember through the year. So um, write down the things that happened. Uh things you learnt from, but especially the things you're proud of, they don't have to be big things, you know It's just like on my January one it was like you know um cooked honey garlic chicken, it was delicious, um you know, and sent the book to my editor, just small things that you're proud of or you know in March, I had to send the book to my art team. just remember your achievements' because it's easy to remember the things you didn't do rather than the things you did do.
1: I forget it all, I forget the things I was supposed to do. <laughs> the things I did do. Don't be at all.
0: Don't be TB everyone, be more me. Right, okay, um I think we're gonna wrap it up. Let us know what you think. How has your first quarter been? Have you smashed through your goals or do you need a gentle reminder to get back on it? As Cool the Gang nearly once said. So um or was it Chic? Dunno, one of them Right, do let us know. On the website, com, email us, write at gmail.com, Facebook us at, well, no, Facebook, no, we don't do Facebook, do we? Twitter us oh. at lesyourwrite, and Instagram me at Clairefic. And join us next time when we will be discussing something very springy. Oh,
1: spring. Mm. We're doing something springy. Okay, that's exciting. Mm. I can't wait for spring. Yeah. we arrive.
0: It's almost here already, isn't it? I mean, the sun is shining outside. The fact that it is five degrees is neither here nor there. All right, until then, um, take care, everybody. Uh, keep writing. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.